podcast brought to you by Pile Style Events. With me as always is Alicia Pyle. Hey there. And today we are at the Charles and we're talking to the owners, Michelle Ritchie and Christine Lido. Hi there. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And this place is beautiful. It's the first time I've seen it actually. And we're looking at all the different rooms and we saw outside they have the gazebo and the pond and all these little areas for taking pictures and everything. So this isn't the first question I had written down, but how did this come about that it looks like this? This is an awesome place. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. It's actually kind of a collaboration. So the family that we bought it from had really good bones. He, Jeff, actually designed and constructed all of that. We call it Annaline Gardens. So that's where the gazebo is and the pond and the waterfall. And there's a patio down there. That's all him. So he did that. We just try to maintain it. <laughs> yes. And you added that newer patio area up we did. Yeah, that's, that's something that's new. Yep, it's our East Courtyard, and we designed that, actually. We found a water feature that we just had to have. Like, hey, nobody in town has this this water feature, so we, we have to have it. Um, and then we, we did due diligence. We had three or four different landscaping companies come out, and it was pretty much free reign except for that water feature. And three of the four did not listen to that. They presented other water features, so they were out. <laughs> that, and oddly enough, the former owner actually is the one who did that for us. Okay. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Neat. It's yeah. really cool. This is a neat space. I think it's been a couple of years since I've been out here. Mm-hmm. And you guys are just talking about the changes you're going to make. And I think you just acquired the venue. And it's just beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It makes me happy to walk in, which is a good thing <laughs> if this you. is a wedding based. So, yeah, tell you. us the story yeah. about the Charles. What is the Charles with? The name change of the Charles? Sure, it is. We can start with that. Um, It's formerly known as the Shiloh. We did a lot of soul searching, a lot of discussing, a lot of pros and cons to try to decide whether we wanted to change a name and keep building on the image, if we wanted to keep the name and try to improve on and continue building on the image, or if we just wanted to kind of you know, scratch it all and start over. And I think the consensus finally was that we needed to show the community this place was new. This is a new a new time. So it's still a great landmark. It's still a great staple in the community, but it is new and improved. And then we selected the name Charles um, for one, because it sounds fantastic. It does. Um, but Charles is a family name for both of us. And we're very family-based, um, family-centered, both of us. Um, that's, that's high priority to both of us, first priority. Um, and we wanted something that reflected that. So having that name in common in our family tree just seemed like a natural fit. You related? No, we're not. Just really good friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, but it just so happened that the, the Charles name goes back cool. in each of our family trees, and it just and the logo kind of, is really neat. It's really neat. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Emily, one of our designers, designed that. One of our decor pulled on your property on yep. the side of the building. It was just so cool. That's yep. really neat. Did you notice the the Celtic reference? Because oddly enough, not only do we both have Charles in our family, but we both are of Celtic descent. Oh, I'm Scottish. I think are you Irish? Scottish. Both Scottish. So I don't know if you noticed the the Celtic little yeah, yeah. overtone and the dude with the hat. So yeah. I didn't look that far. I was just like, whoa, this is all new. It all has meaning. So we rebranded too. So not only just the name change, we just rebranded. And we're really, really happy with it. We had a client in yesterday, a soon-to-be client, hopefully. They actually were touring. And they sort of asked, and most people do, they want to know how we change the name. And she's... She said, after I see all these changes, I haven't been here for 20-some years. You have to. You had to. You had to change the name because it's so different. But again, building on what the parrots had done before us, they had a really good start. 
they helped us. It's Absolutely. nice to start with something that's already already there. It really mm-hmm. does help. And my family has started a number of businesses, and I know it's like it's, if you can take something and build on that, it really does help. Mm-hmm. Um, even with all the expertise and money you have to put into something, or don't have, or don't but, have, <laughs> or, or bring along comes as you go. It's nice if there's something already started. So yeah, that's neat that you did that, both for the family that owned it before and for the community. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they appreciated that. Hope so. Yeah, we hope so. That's, I was blown that's... away though, but yeah, I'll stop talking. So you guys do <laughs> primarily weddings. Do you do any other types of events? We do. We actually do any type of event almost. It just happens to be right now wedding season. We're coming toward the end. October is now. Well, you probably know this. It's the biggest wedding month. So we're it's exhausted. It's fundraiser month now too. Yes. Really? It never used to be in the fall, yep. but now we do as much in the spring as we do in the fall. That's or true. In the fall as we do in the spring. That's true. I don't know. In the end of weather, maybe people think fall's less or more predictable or something. Huh. Not lately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah. what's, what is the biggest parts for wedding season? Is it April? Um, is it wet summer? You know, it's really funny because um, we own Marry Me in Fort Wayne too. Marry Me in Fort Wayne is actually the parent company for the Charles. And we noticed this about five or six years ago. Wedding season now is autumn. So August, September, October, crazy busy. Mm-hmm. And then even the last two years, I'd say, um, it's kind of even pushing into November. Mm-hmm. So we're busy right up until Thanksgiving and then we kind of transition then into the holiday events. So mm-hmm. getting back to your question, primarily it's weddings from, you know, spring until the, well, Thanksgiving. And then we have holiday things. And then January through April is kind of slower. That's when we try to do a lot of catering jobs. That's when we do a lot of remodeling um, just because there's not so much foot traffic through here. But we... We do all sorts of events. It looks like we'll have a bridge club that meets here oh, cool. once mm-hmm. a month, oh, that's neat. which is really neat. And we're working on getting some, you'll like this because I think you like this type of music too, because I love big band music. So we're trying to get a dance instructor in here to, to teach that, not only for the couples that are getting married, because we see so many of them, but also for us just to have it for fun. You know, we want to do yoga here and we're oh, starting wow. a coffee shop too. So you guys are busy. Yep. The Charles oh Coffee Pub opens next Tuesday. <laughs> so is that open daily? The Charles. It Coffee will be, Pub? yeah, okay. except That's, Mondays. Is that here? It yes, is. it's at the Charles on Carroll Road. Yes, yeah. yeah. So it's a pub because we will also offer um, cocktails too and food. You can have a little Bailey's in your coffee if you so desire. <laughs> <laughs> There's none in mine, I promise. Or maybe I don't. I don't. Yeah. So how does it work when somebody comes and says, we're going to rent the Charles? Do they already have an idea? Do they have all the details worked out? Or do you help guide them through the process of deciding what they want it to look Both. like? Both. Either or. They come yeah, in all it, different stages. We come in, well, they come in in all different stages, which is great. Usually it starts with a phone call or an email. Most of the time, the most often asked question is, what's it cost to have a reception there? Which is a loaded question because <laughs> there's so many parts, there's so many parts yeah. to that. Um, but it's a good it's a good lead-in question. Um, so we kind of we narrow it down a little bit, and usually we like to meet with them in person because it's a lot easier to talk about an event when you can see it and feel it versus when you're talking on the phone. You lose a little bit of that communication with body language and really being able to see your cool exactly. Yeah. So we like it. We like to set up an appointment that takes usually no more than an hour. Chris usually meets with them um, and takes them on a tour, talks to them. We like to get to know the couples. Because that's the biggest part of our relationship building with them is it's not just a sale to us. It never has been and it never will be. Chris takes time when she she tours with them. You know, we talk about their families and what they like to do when they get together and the type of event. So we kind of start with a, a relationship building in the in the beginning. 
would you say that's part of what you get at the Charles that you don't get everywhere else? Is it that kind of personal touch where, you know, this is a fit? There should be some type of chemistry. You like the place. You like the way we do things. Hopefully. That, that's what we try for very much. Um, when we started Marry Me, and it, it's it's the same with the Charles now, too. We is both, Marry Me catering? Or is it? Marry Me in Fort Wayne actually um, started as, as an officiating okay. company. And then as it grew, we're just really grateful. It just, timing was perfect. There weren't a lot of people doing it at that time. And so it was primarily in the beginning, just officiating. And I think one year we did, officiated over 450 weddings. And, and at that time, I was meeting with all the clients. So I met with more than 450 because not everybody booked. And I think I personally officiated two thirds of those, if not more. And I'm like, I cannot do this anymore. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, it is, it is. But it was really cool because I absolutely love, like the first thing I'll ask somebody, a couple when they're here, because I, I genuinely love these stories is how'd you guys meet? And how did, who, who asked, who proposed? and. You know, was it a surprise and all of that? And I really enjoyed those. And, and someday I, I had planned to blog those, but who has time to blog? It's always like, I want to do it, I want to do it, but I never get around to it. But That's someday. supposed I, to be my job, and I barely <laughs> <laughs> And I know, and it, they're so fun. Those, because each one's so different, and some are so inventive. You're like, oh. Oh, I wish I wish John would have proposed to me that way, you know, or whatever. So, yeah, um, I might talk to you after this. Yeah, <laughs> this I was hired supposed to do a flash mob proposal. Oh, I'd have together a band and teach someone how to play the piano for it. It was oh. real interesting. That would be, oh, I just it got, was like something off the bachelor. I mean, he spent some time and money on this. And the, the guy was very. I'm like, how many sisters do you have, and how long have you been planning this? <laughs> He's a keeper. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I go home and I'm like, I'm gonna do one of these. To John, I'm like, why didn't you do that? Why didn't you propose it? That's really neat. Well, it's fun. We've never booked a wedding with you, but we've booked other events with you. And I don't know, I think even from your social media, it just shows how much you care. You know, even when things go wrong, I can tell, like, you, you cry like me. Like, oh. like, I want the best for my clients. And, oh, my gosh, they don't realize like, that this was not supposed to happen. And you just seem like yeah. you care so much. And We do. Uh, I need to we follow do. you, too, on social media. But I follow Christina right yeah. now. And, and it's just like she really cares about this business. I do. I really and do. I, I've booked a wedding with you, and I could just tell that. And I think that that has to set you apart from other venues in town. I hope so. We always say, and, and tries, but we mean it. I mean, it, yeah. we feel like if people don't keep in touch with us after the event that we failed. Sure. So I, I usually don't, especially when I start with Marry Me, I usually don't become Facebook friends or, you know, pal around with people until after their event. And then I'm always really touched when they want to connect. And it happens a lot, and I love mm-hmm. it. And then I, I see when they buy a house, and I see when they have babies, and they want to share with me. And and they're happy. They were so happy when you know this happened because they always knew that this was my ultimate dream. When I started marrying me because I, I cannot run around doing four hundred weddings in a year. <laughs> sure. That's a lot yes, of friends. Yes, it is. It is a lot yeah, of friends. It is. It's a friend limit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So that's kind of that's. I think that's kind of what drives us both. Uh-huh. You know that relationship, yeah. authentic relationship. Mm-hmm. So ironically, a, a wedding day is actually a sad day for me because it. It kind of it's the last contact. Oh yeah. Oh, I would have thought. And I mean, and it is, and you know, we see so many couples, and we have different relationships, and you know, obviously, we're we may be closer with some than others just by happenstance. But there, there's been a few times that it's kind of teary for me because Mm -hmm. you know you hope that you've done a good enough job and you've built the relationship so that they feel the same way. And like she said, when when they come back and they they add you on social media or they send you a picture, hey, I just bought a dog. 
um, then, we, then we know we made that connection, and that's there's it doesn't get better than that. That's true. That's really cool. So is that your favorite part of building the relationships? For oh me? yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. What are some of the? Can you just tell us some great great stories that just stand out that? that you really enjoyed it or just really heartwarming. One of my favorites was last year for Halloween. It, and it stands out to me because this couple, it, it wasn't a social circle that I probably would have ever run into them or met them. And I just immediately bonded with them through the meetings. And, and normally Chris does a lot of the meetings. I, I sort of do some of the other stuff. So she gets to, to meet with the clients and they fall in love with her. Um, so this was one chance that, that I got to kind of step out a little bit and do that. And they just wanted something that was just non-traditional, that was totally Halloween. Um, I dressed full costume and makeup and all their guests were in full costume. And it was just about it being them and just celebrating who they were and bucking all the traditions of a wedding and it was just a lot of fun to make it really really personal and then having them include me in a lot of that and I still keep in touch with them they have four cats um, <laughs> and I have pictures of all of them so um, and I love that 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 one really stood out to me because it, it let me see a lot of personality versus just a traditional sure. wedding and reception I can um, hear Alicia over here saying, don't get any ideas. <laughs> 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 no Halloween wedding. He that, loves Halloween. He's obsessed with Halloween. Oh, you would have loved that. <laughs> I tolerate Halloween. I, I'm a Christmas <laughs> elf at heart. So. Hence the Celtic thing. Yes. yes. Oh, yep. I love that. It's fun. What's, what is the most... I have a funny question. Okay. What are you most sick of like with wedding trends? What is uh, like? What is something that if you never saw it again, like I'd be it eucalyptus, a kind of flower, a certain kind of music? Or I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Ours is the same, and I bet we could say it at the same time. Right. I like three things. Yeah, the top we, we can tell you one, yeah. two, three. Burlap. Burlap. <laughs> oh, God. People use that at <laughs> Yes, burlap. My mom was a florist, so I have to listen to her all the time. Burlap. In the design yeah. studio airs when they have it for years. But yeah. burlap? burlap? I'll tell you what, a couple of years ago when it when it first started, I was like, oh, this is so cool. And I was pinning things to me on the Pinterest page. So I was pinning all these really cool things, you know, burlap with lace and burlap with mason jars and burlap, burlap, burlap. And then about two years in, we're like, more burlap. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're like, I want to do something like nobody else does. I want to put burlap down and I want to have mason jars and lace. We're like, okay. So a lot of times when people are trying the hardest to be original, they're yeah. actually being the most conformist yeah. possible. And I, I, I'm pretty sure we don't have any coming up, so I hope that's why I'm trying to think. Offending yeah. anybody? Yes. <laughs> we'll do whatever. Yes, we and will. we we watch. Thankfully, we've got designers that keep an eye on stuff. They watch the coast, and you can kind of see the trends. Oh, yeah. It's usually what three to five years before a trend makes it in here. So you I know, the nautical stuff was coming in, and that that really never caught on here as much as what we thought it was going to. Rose you know, gold. The rose gold and stuff. Um, so that burlap stuff was there and done before it got here. And it's the Midwest. So it's farm country. It's, it's so it's it makes more sense here. Sure. So that's probably why it's staying a little bit longer. And it's not that we hate it. That's it's fine. just it's not it's not as new and unique as Any some others. brides might think yeah. now. Any kinds of flowers you just hate? The scent you'd never like to smell again? No? <laughs> you, gotta, um, you know what scent? This is, it, it's not a flower. The smell this is funny. <laughs> the smell I'm tired of, and I used to love this, and, and I understand why people do it, but we smell the foods that are cooking, and some of the foods have to cook like a full day ahead, 
And I'm thinking specifically of like when someone does brisket or a, a pulled pork. So we smell that literally every weekend. And so, you know, my husband, who's not here, he'll be like, oh, let's go to dinner. Let's let's go to, you know, Ziffles or let's go to Shades and Pit. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even like it anymore just because we smell it so much. So it's more food for food us. Food is a little wrong. Yeah. Okay. So tell us about the catering inside Wait, of Wait, first I've had a chance to say your favorite. Oh. Want to hear that. <laughs> you want to hear that? I have so many. Oh, gosh. Well, okay, so I literally just got, a, she's a Facebook friend, she's, she's now become a, a photographer as well, but I married she and her husband, gosh, I don't know, four years ago, and they want to do, maybe it's three years ago, anyway, they, they want me to marry them again on their anniversary, so I was very touched, so wow. when people, when it means that much to them, it's, it's meaningful, because sometimes I don't hear back from people, and you think, you know, they're going to look at their marriage license someday, the keepsake one, and go, who is that? You know, but probably my favorite is a family. I married them, young couple, really, really just sweet kids, just really very sweet, just kind of old souls type people, but very young. And they got married at Matea Park, and and it was very bohemian, and it suited their personalities. And she had like this flowing multicolored, and they, everything was multicolored, but very tasteful. She's this gorgeous bride, and really like Barbie and Ken sort of couple. Anyway, so I've been with them now. They just had their third child, and it's really important to them, you know, that we keep in touch. And, and she's begun, she's a stay-at-home mom, but she's begun her own business at home. She makes signs, and be, she's been here when we've done different markets. And, and so I think for me, that particular family, I'm really close to. I just really enjoy watching them grow and, you know, when they got their first house and when this child was born and now that child was born. And so and there's another one, um, and I typically don't do this, but another couple that I was very close to, they wanted me to baptize their, their infant. And I did. Oh, and that's cool. That was very, I had a hard time getting through it, actually. So I keep oh. in touch with, with them and I watch him grow. I can't believe how big he is now. And that's not something that I, I'm not comfortable doing that. I am a pastor, but I've never had my own church. Um, and I made that very clear, but that was really meaningful for me. I take that really seriously, and I knew they did too. So that that was meaningful. That, that's really touching that you stay connected to everybody mm-hmm. so much, and that you guys still are. You, well, yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking that. of different Carolyn and mm-hmm. Karen, and just people that we've become friends with. You kind of forget that you met through. Well, yeah, we literally just hired. We just hired somebody that you married. That I married. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's going to be yeah. coming on and. His wife has been our accountant, um, and yeah. so we've met people that way, and we've incorporated them into not only our business but our lives. And you know, one of our really good friends, Carolyn, we married her daughter, and we just it it becomes a relationship. And a lot of them, as I'm thinking about the people in my life, it's like, oh yeah, we did their wedding, and you kind of forget that it was yeah. you know something like that because it's become so much more than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. wow, that's yeah. really neat. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, she was just segueing into food. I was curious if you want to share about your catering services. Yes. Well, we have a chef, a professionally trained chef who's fantastic. I think we were talking about our expanding waistlines. Not yours, ours, (laughs) mine. I shouldn't be mine because he is so fantastic. He's worked with master chefs and he's really diverse. So we cater obviously here. But we also will cater outside of up here as well. So I'm waiting right now for somebody to want like an Indian reception, Indian food, because that's one of my favorites. Yeah. That's what he wants, the Halloween theme wedding with the Indian food. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't like it. I might show up, no. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you're a Gilmore Girls fan, but you know what that saying is you eat Indian food and you gotta burn down the house because <laughs> the curry smell. Oh. Yeah, gotta burn the house down. 
I can't so. handle it. I'm not gonna lie. Oh. No, not my thing. Ben, the curry only works with dark chocolate for me. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah, he's really um, actually. You know, he he designed the menu that we had. We uh, started out when we hired his name Joseph. So when we hired him, we weren't even going, going to have a menu because everything here is very personalized. So we don't put packages together. So we're all inclusive. We offer pretty much everything, I think, except a photographer. And and really, that's because with Mary and me in Fort Wayne, we developed so many relationships with photographers that I wouldn't want to alienate anybody by just having one on staff. So there are so many wonderful photographers in town. Mm -hmm. We are really oh lucky. My gosh. Yeah, Fort Wayne is blessed. We really are. They, we really are. there's so many good ones. I, the bridal shows have to limit the number because there's just phenomenal photographers here. We're really lucky. But he wanted to meet with every couple and personalize every menu. And it was really funny because I usually do the the initial interview and when I sit down with a couple and so we're like, so what's your favorite food? And there's this panic look on look on their faces like no just tell you know like where do you guys go to eat what do, what do you like well do you have a menu <laughs> well no we you know we would like to personalize it for you so just what are your favorite foods and then the panic again so we put one together and they may never look at it but as soon as we hand that menu to them they're like oh my favorite is this this and this and this you know it's kind of you funny. Learn a whole something yeah, I think, yeah. 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 So do you, um, this is like a, like a physical question. I don't want any exact numbers, but like if someone comes in and they let you know what their budget is, can you help them tailor the catering budget? To Absolutely. Like that? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a, that's a great thing to be able to do. That's neat. When you say you personalized it, I wondered if you were like it with our music booking, you know, someone will come to us with a very small budget or a large budget and we can help them. Mm -hmm. understand what they can can or can't you know we really don't we don't have any minimums except um during wedding season on a saturday we have we have a food minimum that sure they must meet and it's i think it's very reasonable you know most weddings are 100 people or more and it's really easy to reach it but other than that you know we will cater just about anything they can mm -hmm. do it. And, and we have a baker that's on staff, and he's phenomenal. He does his tastings on Sunday, so I'm usually here. I make it a point to be here. <laughs> Just saying. Yes. Tastings every Sunday? Oh, well, when, he, when he has a tasting, it's on okay. Sunday, yeah. So he'll book those with the client so they can pick and choose what they like. And it seems to work. I had someone tell me recently, because we book a lot of weddings, too, with uh, placing musicians for the ceremony and cocktail hours. And they, I asked them what their favorite part of the wedding was, and the groom has said the cake tasting before the wedding. Well, that's great, you know, but that's, man, you were going to be really easy to please. Yes. <laughs> Make sure you feed yeah. the fellow well. Was there music on music? Feeding the You know, that's kind of true, though, because usually the groom, and this is maybe maybe I'm overgeneralizing, but usually the groom doesn't have a lot of requests. Sure. But when they do, it's usually they either want a specific drink or the food's really important and the rest is like whatever you want but you know what whatever you want whatever but the food and the, that mm -hmm. seems to be the one thing that's that's really important so it sounds like the the business has grown very organically you can start off officiating and then now mm -hmm. you have a venue and now it's you growing it so i'm just curious what's the most challenging aspect of this like the stuff the pieces seem to be <laughs> falling into place pretty well but obviously there's the hard parts Oh. There's there's not enough hours in the day. Yeah, oh. you know we're we're two <laughs> we're two people, and I mean we literally well we both have places to sleep here. Wow. So if you need to um, stay, and yeah. we both have spent the night here. I guess if you have like um, four hundred families or something that you're keeping track of, yeah, there aren't enough so hours. So it's in the day. it's just you know being able to, and I think we've both done a better job of delegating. Um, we've got our staff. 
I love our staff. We're so lucky. Yeah, we're really um, grateful for them. They, they take on a lot and they own it. And that's hard to find. But we still, you know, we still want to keep, as we grow, we still want to keep expanding because, I mean, we're just trying to keep up with everything we want to do. I mean, we have a lot of vision that hasn't even been touched yet. We haven't even cracked the surface here. That's probably my biggest frustration too is I'm older than Michelle and I, I started over and moved, this is my hometown, but I moved back here midlife. And so for me, I have this sense of urgency to get it done because I'm older, I'm old now. And I wanted, I want to do everything I want to do and I want to get it done now. That's so, part of what I love about your social media though. Because I'm right there with you. I didn't move back, but it's always like, it's just to get emails responded to or everybody, you know, it's like this running ram processing in your brain of everything that needs to be answered daily. I, can, I know I can relate to you that yeah. she's right there with me. Absolutely. Like, yeah. 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 You know, I, I did it last night and it's very rare for me, but, and I, I see your, your post and I feel for you because we're very much alike. I didn't sleep very well last night because I was so tired last night when I left. It was a little bit later. There were three or four phone calls I should have returned that I didn't. And I usually do. I usually will do that before I leave. I was just so tired. I was like, Ugh. Sometimes you're just done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's hard to explain that, too, to someone that gets with a, with a wedding day, too. And they know you care and you're going to deliver, mm-hmm. but your phone call might come a couple of days later than they want. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you have families and things, too. And people have to remember that. Well, and then it's frustrating, too, because then they'll take that. Okay, you didn't return my phone call or my email, you know, within whatever. A certain amount of, yeah. Are you going to do that for my wedding? Yes. <laughs> They'll take it no. from here to here. No, you know? I prioritize. Yeah. yeah. You might have the task finished. Yes. Like, it's already set up and been sent or, you know, to the printers or whatever. But, yeah, it's, yeah. that's a hard one. <laughs> but I always feel like I can I can relate to you online when I see your stuff because you care so much. And oh. I know you're just as tired as I am. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Behold your future. <laughs> just saying. No, it's great, though. Clients are very lucky to have you too. So tell us, tell us about the vision. What, what where would you like to see the Charles in five years? Marry me forward. I have a board. <laughs> I literally do. I have a visual board that oh, wow. we um we're pretty much yeah. we're not completely done with the east renovation. There's still little finishing touches we want to do, but for the most part, the big picture's done. Um, I know we'd want to definitely go to the west, um, which is our other room that holds 450 people. Is that your um, largest room? They're both about the same size, but they okay. hold a different amount of people because of the layout. Okay. But each of them is about 5,000 square feet, give or take, of usable space. The other side, we want to make more of a classic ballroom and completely renovate all that. Um, we'd love to add another building for a chapel. We've talked about adding a bakery. We've talked about, I mean, we just want to make good, smart use of the space and just have our own little event compound, <laughs> basically. Like the Kennedy compound, only, <laughs> only with cake. The Charles compound. With cake. Yes. You know what I liked, though, when I came into the East Renovated side here, that you guys have completely transformed? This does not feel like a dance hall. Good. No. Good. And, I mean, I, I don't, we talk about weddings all the time because we work with wedding coordinators all the time. And, and, you know, I would think, like, that would be something people would want to stay away from. You know, it's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. They, they, they serve a purpose, but it just doesn't feel like that in here. Oh, it's so, it, it, you know, it feels like it takes you somewhere else. And it's hard when you get that many people in a room mm-hmm. to not have that feel. I bet you guys really strive to make things feel different than that. And we that do. has we to do. be hard because the more we people do. you put in a room, the more it's going to feel like a dance hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or could, um, potentially. Yeah, definitely could. I think that's why one of the things that we do is we have the designers meeting with the client several times, and, and room layout is a big part of those meetings. Is it? Um, mm-hmm. Flow of the rooms and, and making them not feel very 
sterile, you know, and making them more, making them flow better, making the layout make sense, making, you know, you definitely have the traditional, you know, we're going to eat here in the head table and the dance floor. Sure. Um, but we've been very diverse in how we set that up. I mean, every, every wedding is a different setup. So we don't per se have, this is where our dance floor is. This is where your head table will go. They tell us. So I think so that they helps. Come in and help envision it then. And they do. Every That's couple neat. does. We actually sit down with the floor plan of the room um, and we figure out where the tables are going to go. The designers will suggest based on their experience, you know, and obviously we have to follow fire code and stuff like that. But I think that helps give the room a more personal feel too. So it doesn't have that dance hall feel. But literally, it looks different for every event, which is fun for us. Yeah. Because we don't do the work. And sometimes if we're, you know, wrapped up in meetings or whatever, we'll come out and the room will be set. And we're like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) that is really, that's really neat. I like that. It's very fun. It's very quaint. There's exposed wood and the brick, and it's mm-hmm. it's just got this kind of like enchanting feel, very intimate. So it's it's neat. I like it. Oh yeah, it's very cool. Thanks. So Thank what you. about Fort Wayne? I mean, you guys you said you were here, from here originally. Mm-hmm. What do you guys feel like you contribute with the Charles to Fort Wayne, and what do you think Fort Wayne contributes to this place? This is a community landmark. This this has been here as a venue since 1940. Wow. Um, so people know it's here. So the more that we're starting to interact with the community and we've started asking our neighbors, what, what do you want to do here? What do you want to see here? We've got this space. We're in your community. And that's why the yoga's coming. That's why the coffee pub's opening. That's why we do our Easter egg hunt and we have a Mother's Day tea and we have the Celtic Christmas because we're listening to what they're wanting and we're becoming more entwined with what they want. Outdoor concerts. The neighborhood loves that. I, I love watching people walk across the street and coming over here. And so a lot of it, I think, is just listening. And, and then reacting to that. And obviously we have to make good business decisions, but we I mean, some of the things that they've come up with, it's like, you know what, that makes really good business sense. Let's let's do that. Mm-hmm. I think it shows that you guys are trying to be so personal about it too, versus some of the other, I don't want to compare it all because we love the venues all over Fort Wayne, but right. versus some of the other corporate venues, like your personal touch is really coming out with all these events that we keep seeing you guys advertising that you're just listed. I hope so. The community has to appreciate that too, I'm sure. I hope so. We definitely want community feedback because we listen to it. If one sentence we take to heart, we listen to it. So good, bad, indifferent, suggestion, whatever it is, we want to know because we don't know what we don't know. Maybe we're trying to come up with the same kind of event or the same kind of thing and we just didn't come at it from the same angle that they are and it, it helps us It helps us get better. Yeah, no, no matter what. And I, I always ask, and I, you, I think you probably do this too, when I work the events, I always ask at the end of the night, okay, what would you have changed? Thankfully, most of the time it's, oh, nothing, it was great. Mm-hmm. But I, I always kind of push a little bit. No, really, what would have been the one thing? Um, and usually it's it's a good thing. It's not, oh, I wish you would have done this and not that. It's more of, you know, what would be really cool to do? We could If we would have also done this, it's something they thought of later. So that gives us, you know, maybe, next, maybe the next bride and groom, we say, hey, what about this? So it helps us grow and ask better questions. It's cool. Doing that. So I saw the Charles... FortWayne.com, the website is beautiful. Thank you. And I see you've got the links for all the social media and everything mm-hmm. on there. Is that primarily when you're talking about how you get feedback from the community? Is that how you interact with people? Is that how? I would say that the website probably is mostly our lead generator. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the interaction is most mostly for us through social media. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're pretty active that way. We get a lot of messenger messages. Yeah, it's hard to keep up with messages. You know what? I that makes me feel good because you're a different generation than I am. I thought maybe it was just because I was old. Because I'm the tail end of millennial, and it's just I can never. Or 71 on red. Well, messages. the hard thing is, is the messages are coming into like eight different places. Yes, so yes. Open up a, yes. New, a new app, and there's like you have a bunch of messages here, and you think that oh, makes me done. feel better because you know <laughs> I, I think I text this to Michelle the other day I, I still this is horrible and I, I don't mean this offensively at all but I still don't see that as a legitimate means of conducting business but it is or yeah. email it is. or phone calls yes. totally legitimate yeah. yes there's an email thread for something you know then you can go back to you it you're the clients that email but then Facebook yeah. and then email yes. and, and you don't know exactly <laughs> what's yes I, oh yeah I know and I'm a big paper trail person Me so too. Ugh. So I get those, and then in my mind, I I don't I gotta change this, but I kind of subconsciously dismiss it. It's like, oh yeah, 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 whatever. It's just that's fine. That's social media. That's the, that's yeah. that's and it isn't. I mean, for, and then somebody's for, mad. Yes. <laughs> so I have to change that because I think that's probably where the future is actually. Yeah. As the millennials continue to grow up, well, it's part of that personal touch to them. They mm-hmm. interact with their friends and their family on through those apps. And, and what are they scrolling through at eleven when they're picking out stuff for their wedding at night? Yeah. Oh, hey, let's message the yeah. church yes. or yeah. hostile events, whatever the biz that they're messaging. Yep. Yeah. And they do it. Yeah. Yes, they do. And to Chris's credit, because I can't do this, I if you send a message at 2 in the morning, I almost guarantee you by 3 in the morning, you're going to have a response. <laughs> um, I'm she, an underachiever right now. She is. Yeah, we turn our phones off to sleep. That's good. I, I have actually tried to start doing that. She, yeah, she's done. Well, and I, I've been on her a little bit about that in the past, but she her Self-set goal is to always respond to every customer within an hour. Oh my god! And I would bet you ninety percent to ninety-five percent of the time she does that. You're surely going to be canonized at some point. I'm dead. So (laughs) I mean, it's it's that communication um, is is phenomenally important to Chris, and and thank God because she's our she's how what gets our business in here. Um, So I appreciate that that she's so diligent about that because I know that I'm not that self-disciplined, which is why the yin yang fit here because I'm I don't know I don't want to do the books (laughs) (laughs) that's another skill set yeah it's just a thousand clients and you know and she's just got that personality I don't think Chris has ever met a stranger and that's fantastic I'd love to be more like that so she's she's the heart and soul and face of the business I mean she really is and and I I I tell the brides that they'll say like I sent something at two in the morning and I like had an answer by four I'm like well yeah that sounds right (laughs) oh my gosh so it's tough managing all that too it is it is but you know I mean I don't do a whole lot else I mean Michelle does all the books and all the HR type stuff and and it it is a full-time job Social media is a full-time job. You know yeah, that. I mean, work-life balance is like, what yeah, do you mean? There is you, not you, you have to like business. integrate them both or you're not going to... It's true. Yeah, I'm it's hard that to out. find that space for yourself or you, you turn off the phone and everything's over with. So, Well, I, you know what? I literally, and, and Michelle and the rest of the staff, they the first month that we did this, they all rearranged their schedule for me. But my husband and I now have, we have five grandkids and three of them are here in town and they're all three are under a year old here in town. So we were having difficulty finding time to get together. So we literally scheduled one Saturday every month. If we don't see each other, which is horrible, but if we don't see each other any other time, we know we will see you this Saturday. And so that work-life balance thing, it's just, it just dawned on me that, you know what, these kids are going to grow up and they're not going to know their grandparents and the whole 
catalyst for me in working like this is I'm not greedy. I have a really old car that doesn't even hardly run and I don't have new clothes and I don't have a huge house, but it's important to me that I'm able to leave something for my kids and my grandkids. And, sure. and I'm thinking, why are you going to leave something for them when you're dead, when they don't know you when you're alive? Yeah. So it was kind of a just alt moment that that light bulb went off in my head. And With an events business, it's really hard to carve out personal time though, because when everybody else would on the weekends or evenings, you know, you're, you're still working. Yes. You know, a lot of times I come back at nine, I will do paperwork until 11 or one in the morning, answer what I can, you know, but it's like, there is no like social time that you scheduled up from that work because your business extends into when other people are socializing. It's true. Yeah. As an events business. Well, like we are. are the socializing location. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're gonna, yeah. we have to be Nights here so they can socialize. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Community home, yeah. so you have to be open. But then you need your daytime hours to construct all of your, the backbone of everything you've done. Yeah. Well, it's beautiful. Thank you. That's all the questions that I had. I guess I can say, where would you like people to go? <laughs> for information, for Preferred pricing, communication like, better. Oh, reach out to you. anyway, I, I promise to get better about social media. About <laughs> messenger. Find a channel, they're all there. Yes, yeah. Did we miss anything you guys would like to talk about? Are there any questions that we didn't ask that you wish we had? Anything no. Anything you want to share? I'd just love for people to come in and start introducing themselves now that we're going to have public hours. I, I want to meet the community. Yeah, I want to see who they are and check it out. Um, I'm, I'm proud to be a part of it. I really am. And I, I really want to see those people. I don't want to just, you know, I can see a number. There's this many people in the area, but I'd like to put names and faces together. So I think your your host of community events you're, you're uh, holding here is going to help with that. Hope so. Hope so. Bravo. That's really cool. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank well, you much. It was fun. Thanks for Thanks. sitting down and talking with us. Thanks for making time for us. Absolutely. And everybody remember, no burlap. And if, <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you want We're to subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher, or you can just go there in the little box if you're on the blog. Just type in your email, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye.